This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. By the book on BFM 89.9. Hello everyone, you're listening to By the Book with Sharmila Ganesan and as always with me my fellow enthusiast of pre-loved books, Lee Chui Lin. Hello. So we're talking about exactly that today, uh, secondhand books or pre-loved books, specifically within the context of secondhand bookstores. Uh, so for that, we're going to be joined by um, the founder of the Chaplang store, one of the newest secondhand bookstores in town. And their story is really quite interesting. They kick things off during the pandemic online and have finally just very recently opened up their brick and mortar store in Klang. Uh, and so uh, joining us today is the owner of the Chaplang store, Tan Kok Hui, who goes by Boone. Thank you for joining us, Boon. Hi, Shamila. So tell us about Chaplang store. How did it start and what was the idea behind it? Uh, actually, how do I put this? Huh? Before Chaplang, that that. Actually, I, I'm, I'm selling uh, CDs, Blu-ray, uh, DVDs, records online as well. It's just that uh, before the pandemic, before the first MCO, and then uh, everything got slow, slowed down uh, because lack of stocks. So my Australia supplier would say like, uh, why don't you try sell books? So I thought like, okay, let's give it a try. So actually what you see the Chaplang now is actually the second attempt for me to as 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 a bookseller to 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 sell the books. Uh, for first time I find it like it's very difficult to even sell one book. But after a while I I tried uh I gave up actually. <laughs> I gave up the first time. And then uh then my supplier keep pushing me and then uh that time, uh, the first MCO, then the lockdown, I have no supply, CD supplies, record supplies, none. What I have is only books. So I thought like, okay, let me try again. So that's it. I keep selling until today. <laughs> and I can say that it's, uh, I, I focus on books now, like 80%, 90% on that. So what drives the selection at Chaplang and where do you get your books from? Uh, these books are from, uh, I buy bulk from Australia. Even the same as uh, the CDs, records, DVDs. Those are from Australia. We buy bulk and then we sort it ourselves. Like let's say if there's any damaged book, I'll just uh, put it aside and uh, for, uh, prepare them for recycle. So if we go back a bit, how did your own love for reading and books develop? Uh, I come from a, 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 a non-reading culture family. So uh, my love of books, are actually, I would say that I collect more than I read. I, I like to collect books, but uh, I would say that maybe I, I enjoy flipping the books and reading them. So I'll, I'll choose a certain page and read a certain passage. And that's it. <laughs> Maybe when I was uh, 15, 16 years old. Yeah. But when, when I really enjoyed uh, the, the time, I still remember the, the very significant book that I enjoy and finish it in two days was uh, Tuesdays with Maury. I finished it in two days. 
Nice. The rest of the book, maybe I'll finish in one year or a few months. <laughs> <laughs> and what kind of book shopping experience do you personally enjoy? What do you look for when browsing? Um, I like uh, to collect uh, art books. So usually, let's say I go to any physical store, I would actually go to the art session. As I said before, I, I don't read much. I like to browse and flip. So I, I, I like books with more pictures than, than words. So in your case then, do secondhand bookstores play a big part in your life? It is now. It, it makes me survive uh, the pandemic. <laughs> Maybe, I don't know, you know, uh, I, I recognize that you actually own a bookstore, but uh, what do you think is the appeal of secondhand bookstores? I would say so the, 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 the demand is there and more and more uh, secondhand bookstores coming. And uh, perhaps I think before me doing the secondhand books, I know a few secondhand bookstores exist way long time before me. Uh, maybe you can say like uh, like uh, books and bobs, uh, dokushu. I think they started way way back. So what's interesting about the Chaplang store was that the early buzz was really built through social media. You know things like daily drops of titles and so on. What drove this strategy, and how did your customers respond to this? Uh, actually, I, I designed a website as well. It's just that I, I at the moment I don't have. Uh, staff to, to to load all the books to the website. So it's only basically me uh, taking all the pictures and load them uh, to Facebook group and Instagram. So I'll, I'll choose the books that I think it might sell. So I'll just snap a few photos and load it to, uh, to, to Facebook and Instagram. So these are the current uh, two platforms I'm using now. For selling secondhand books, uh, I think it's, it's good to use uh, Facebook or Instagram. It's like you just have to feed the buyer. Uh, you're not sure what they want. You just feed them. After a few posts, you, you know like uh, what they're looking for, actually. Uh, the, the, uh, the group of buyer in Facebook and Instagram are slightly different. Uh, the Instagram group of buyer, usually they want... Uh, like new books, newer titles. Like Facebook group, usually they go for older books or collectible books or so. Mm. I myself is the person who judged the book by the cover. <laughs> so I'll find the book cover that might attract people. So I'll post that. And now with a physical store, how has that evolved? Uh, how do you use social media to support what you do and to continue creating interest in secondhand books? Uh, now it still depends like um, I think I would say 60 to 70% on uh, social media for all the book sales and then walk-ins to the physical store is only Saturday uh, whereby I need to advertise saying that I open this Saturday then customer will come uh, but when 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 I say, uh, when I advertise as in, uh, uh, I open every Tuesday, Thursday and Saturday, nobody will come. So I have to create a flyer for Saturday uh, and then I advertise it. Then only customer will come. Only Saturday. And you've come up with specific kinds of promotions to attract customers to the store, right? Uh, tell us about those. 
Uh, currently, I'm doing the, the 10 ringgit per kilo sales at, at the moment uh, because I, I, I try to get rid of most of uh, the books, the, the older titles, the older stocks, you know. Uh, actually, the, the house that I rented now uh, is not enough to store the books. <laughs> so I have to uh, get rid of some of it. And then because the, the new, new titles and new stocks are coming every, every week, like maybe 10 boxes of books every week. So I need to get rid of all this old stock as well. Are there particular sorts of books that you carry that are most popular? Hard to say. Uh, once in a while, there might some have a customer who are still ask me for Twilight Saga. <laughs> <laughs> or... Uh, 50 shades, you know, uh, on and off, on and off, like once in a while, you know, but after, uh, like all the classic, like Jane Austen, George Orwell, it's all bestseller, fast selling. See the current one, easy to sell. Mark uh, Manson, that one is, everybody's trying to grab a copy of that. <laughs> And how has the response been from customers? Is there still a big demand for secondhand books here in Malaysia? Yes, is it? It is. I would say, um, look, the market is is too big. Not only me selling secondhand books, there are plenty of uh, bigger player in the market. And even though we still have a, a big bookstore like Kinokuniya still surviving, selling new books, the, the I mean, like. The reading culture in Malaysia is still still bigger. We're speaking with the owner of the Chaplang Store, a second-hand bookstore that um, runs both on social media as well as a physical store. Let us know, are you a fan of second-hand bookstores? Um, what are some of your favourites? You can call 77332900, WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. Beyond Frivolous Matters, BFM 89.9. The Business Station. Welcome back. You're listening to Buy the Book with Sharmila and Lynn. And today we're speaking to the founder of the Chaplang Store. It's a secondhand bookstore that has a pretty strong social media presence. We're speaking with Tan Kok Hui, who also goes by Boone. In your experience, what are the main drivers of why people choose to buy from you? Is it price? Is it selection? Or an appreciation of slowing down and buying pre-loved? Uh, I think people just like to buy pre-loved books, second-hand books, because it's cheaper, much, much cheaper. Uh, and they can get some uh, like really rare titles sometimes. Uh, if you go to Kino, maybe the books can cost you 200 But from the second-hand bookstore, maybe 40 50 ringgit. And do you find that some customers also just enjoy the experience of being in a secondhand bookstore? You know, is it also about a different vibe and uh, a different approach to buying books? Yeah, they like to dig through the whole library, just spend the whole day, and they can come in like ten o'clock, and then they leave as I close the shop. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um... New books are usually dropped with this huge marketing blitz, right? Awards buzz. Um, it's all intended to create this gotta-have-it-now buying impulse for most of us. This is clearly something that a second-hand bookstore cannot compete with. Uh, how do you work to shift that mindset towards valuing and looking towards older books? 
actually, actually, with the help of like the, as as a lot of uh, reader nowadays, they they were so into uh, what do you call it? They, they, they call it books, bookstagram, something like that. And then they like to take video and promote the book. So it helps to 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 help us to to sell our books also. To, to, be, to be honest, I think the buyer is actually teaching me and actually I'm still learning on, on the uh, older books, like the rare books. Like let's say the books is published in 1954, uh, first edition. Yeah, actually the buyer is teaching me by asking me question, uh, where is this uh, printed, uh, published which year? Is it the first edition? Can I see the book cover? Actually, they are teaching me and I'm learning. That's, that's a good way too, you know. So do you source for particular books based on what customers are interested in or ask for? Uh, I try to pick uh, the titles that I don't have or easy to sell title or best-selling titles. Uh, but sometimes I still have to take in um, certain books like let's say Twilight. I have like 20, 30 copies of them. I still have to take in because or else it will go to recycle bag, you know? So that's why I still save them, bring them back to the office and sit in the box. <laughs> so um, on a separate issue, many book lovers struggle with accumulating too many titles or frankly hoarding books. I'm talking about myself um, <laughs> and it's an impulse that I think gets worse when buying secondhand. Is this something that you have issues with as well, especially since you said you like collecting books? Um, how do you manage? So, okay. Usually, I'll, uh, whatever I want or I like, I'll keep first. If, let's say, I get to find another copy, then I'll sell that additional copy. Uh, but as you can see, I need to rent another house to store the books. You can imagine <laughs> that. <laughs> And I'm curious, right, does running a second-hand bookstore let you build uh, a kind of relationship with your customers? Uh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, we become buddy, we become friends, uh, and I know what they want, and uh, I'll keep an eye and help them to find the books as well. So do you enjoy what you do? Of course, definitely. It, it, it actually uh, it, it helped me to go through the pandemic. I have income. <laughs> And on that note, every so often, we do hear of uh, these beloved old secondhand bookstores shutting down or, you know, simply not being able to continue anymore. What are some of the main struggles with this industry? How do you manage them? Uh, maybe, uh, so far, I haven't heard of any secondhand shop which uh, closed down. But I think the, the main, main uh, reason of it should be high expenses, rental. Uh, that's why I, I keep the expenses low for now. As in, I, I, you can see I rent a house. But actually, the space is insufficient. Uh, no matter how you need a shop lot, see? But I think it's, it's not the time yet. Now. Yeah, just, just have to... Don't keep too much stock. Just get rid of the, the, the books. That's all. <laughs> don't need so much space. <laughs> So you touched on this earlier, but we do hear a lot about how Malaysians aren't readers, that we overall don't have a reading culture. Uh, but you said that we do have this big interest in reading. What are your thoughts on this? Why is there a perception that Malaysians don't read much? 
I'm not sure. Even myself, like before I, I'm into this, uh, this trade, to me, like, I, I, I wouldn't say Malaysian, you see, among my friends, like, I don't have many friends who like reading. So to me, it's like, okay, uh, nobody reads in Malaysia anymore. Uh, then when I start to venture into this trade, then I can see that actually, no, a lot of people still reading. They are holding books. They are reading or collecting. I'm not sure, but they love buying. <laughs> so what do you think might encourage more people to read? Um, it's usually when, 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 when I speak to my buyer, they usually say that uh, I think the only concern is uh, to buy new books is so expensive nowadays. Like can be like 90 to 100 ringgit for a normal paperback as well. Uh, so I think that's the, that's the cost la, for, it's the reason why people don't want to buy books, you know, to read. And some even go to like, try to go like to invest in the kinder. So in the end, they, they buy back physical books, you know. Do you consider all these other book buying options, uh, online stores, ebooks, and so on, your competition? Or is there space for everybody to coexist? Ah, the, 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 the space and the market is too huge. So Boon, what does the future look like for Chaplang? What do you have lined up? Uh, my mission now is to complete the website and move to a bigger uh, shop or warehouse. Yeah, that's my my dream now. <laughs> I'll still uh, continue with what I do now. I think it's good enough because I, I'm, I'm currently uh, work alone. So Facebook, Instagram, and a website will do for now. And before we let you go, what are you currently reading? Now, now, uh, I'm reading about this guy, uh, the owner of DFS. Uh, What's the guy name? Chuck Finney. I'm reading about Chuck Finney. Yeah. Boon, thanks for speaking with us today. Okay, thank you. We've been speaking with Tan Kok Hui, the owner of the Chaplang store, uh, about secondhand bookstores uh, and the general love for pre-loved books and how it changes the experience of reading. Let us know, are you a fan of uh, shopping secondhand for books? Where do you usually go? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio, write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. us to footnotes and we thought we'll close off this conversation um, on secondhand bookstores and pre-loved books by talking about our own relationship with secondhand books. Um, I just want to kick things off by saying that I don't know whether I even really... I don't know whether I was even introduced to books as new books, to be honest, because so many of the books that we had at home were passed down from uncles and family and granddads and so on that I think my very first reading experience is actually with pre-loved secondhand books. Yeah, um, I think that it's a boon for any... Haha, <laughs> sorry, I didn't mean to do that. Um, but I, I do think that it is a boon for any uh, book reading 
child, uh, we usually have more disposable time, really, if not disposable income when we're younger, uh, which also means that I think a voracious reading habit, we've talked about this, tends to be built when you're younger more so than when you're an adult. It's harder to find the time. But that also means that, yala, you know, either you can't afford to buy books for yourself or your parents don't want to afford to buy books for you anymore, uh, which is where libraries, book rentals and secondhand bookstores really come into play. And um, I have to say, I mean, there is something quite lovely about a, a proper bookstore where everything is ordered and um, you know that when you go to non-fiction, you'll find non-fiction. When you go to um, bestsellers, you'll find stuff from this year. I don't know. Um, you know, a secondhand bookstore doesn't have that. But what it does have is that sense of discovery and uh, that sense of anything could happen. You could just uncover your next favorite author by turning the corner, you know? And and I think there's something quite lovely about that. No, that's exactly what I love about secondhand bookstores. I mean, sure, the, the cheaper prices are a huge plus, right? Um, being able to buy like a box full of books for what you might pay for a dinner um, is a huge plus if, when you're a kid with, you know, voracious appetite for reading and can't get through your books fast enough. But I also think it's, it's exactly that, that you come across books that you um, never heard about about, you don't have a lot of context for. Um, sometimes it's just as simple as you come across books that look really special, um, you know, particular kinds of bindings or illustrations or versions that you never knew existed. Um, I'm not sure whether others find this quite as fascinating as I used to. And, and you know, admittedly, I still do, which is to look at the monograms inside books, um, what people might have written to others. And as a child, I used to find it endlessly fascinating to just read what these strangers had written, you know, to so-and-so, I hope you enjoy this for whatever reason from, I don't know, it, there was this sort of weird sense of kinship I felt with these these strangers who clearly also loved books as much as I did. Um, and, and that for me always forms a little bit of that relationship with secondhand books. The notion that this book was loved by someone else, uh, spent a, a sort of a journey with other people and now it's with me. I agree. Um and I say this as a diehard, I am never going to write in a book. Oh, never. you don't. Oh, I write in books that I give as gifts, actually. Uh, yes. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the people who write in the sidelines. Oh, like the margins and whatever. Yes. Oh, no, no. And the people who underline words. And um, I... I have to say that when I pick up secondhand books, um, those are the books that I avoid. Uh, the ones where there have been highlights and, you know, people have actually like underlined entire passages. And I'm like, I'm really glad that it looks like you use this book as a learning tool, um, but it's not how I prefer to read. I also um, I also write little notes to people um, in, in the front pages when I give them as gifts, but... But I will not otherwise write in books. Um, I I think one of the, for me in me recent memories, uh, one of the more impressive secondhand book situations that I found myself in um, was in Chow Rasta Market in Penang. And I think it's, it's not exactly a secret. Um, if you're a book lover and in Malaysia, it's quite likely that someone's told you about this or that you've been there yourself. Um, but if you haven't, it's something else. I mean, um, if you've been upstairs in Chow Rasta Market, uh, it is floor to ceiling 
books. Um, it is incredibly difficult to get anywhere uh, to look at anything, but my goodness, what a browsing experience. It's so fun. Oh, the Charasta Market is my book heaven. Honestly, I haven't been in a really long time, um, but that just reminded me that the next time I go, I should make the time to go. I've been avoiding a lot of secondhand bookstores, mostly because I, I'm a bit of a hoarder, especially when I know I'm not spending a lot. Uh, but listening to you made me miss Chaurasta quite a bit. I also just wanted to give a little bit of shine to the paradise of my childhood where I did most of my book buying or renting, which is the Bangsa book rental. Um, I spent so much time there, uh, you know, uh, having to either having to decide whether to keep the books you're buying or bring them back and then you can get something else. I think the concept of a book rental is just wonderful. Um, I don't know whether as many exist anymore, but I think it's one of those things that are really so important in terms of making books accessible to people. Novel House in SS2 <laughs> was my jam. Um, I, I loved it so much. Um, to this day, they're gone. Uh, but to this day, when I pass the shop lot that they used to be, I, I get echoes of my childhood um, and of being introduced to so many authors and having those opportunities. And it was, um, I, I know how this will make me sound. I don't care. Um, it was a highlight of my school holidays. <laughs> oh, was. mine too. Like I planned weekends around being able to go to the book rental. And then after that, I paced myself depending on how many books I yes. was allowed to get. Also, um, like book rentals have like, you know, a three month, like you have to return it within that time. So I'd also pace my reading based on like when I could go and get new books. Uh, when you can go and get new books. Uh, so how many times can you reread this book <laughs> yes. if you choose to hold on to it? So there's a lot of math, you know, people who just buy books nowadays, so privileged. <laughs> We're talking about secondhand bookstores and, and really the, the larger concept of pre-loved books and the various forms they could take. Let us know, are you a fan? What are or were some of your favourite secondhand bookstores? You can WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio, write to us at buythebook at bfm.my. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.